folks. It is great to be back at Studio D. We are live here in Cheek to Vegas, a brand new episode of Trainwreck tonight. I'm myself, the General. We got Maniac, J-Dubs, DJ Supreme in the building. Show sponsor? Wester Auto Group. 24 locations across western New York. Make sure you insist on Wester Auto Group for your new vehicle or upgrade today. And before we get on to the show, great shout out to them by giving in to Giving Tuesday yesterday. Giving a vehicle, I can't remember the exact model, but gave it to a foster parent. It was awesome. Great story on WGRZ. Hashtag buy from Bunt. Best salesman in Western New York, hands down. Tons to talk about tonight. Thanksgiving, the Buffalo Bills are 9-3. and three. The Sabres are 3-1-2 and two in their last six. How about the UB Bulls are going to the Bahamas? Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, you want to take it to Bermuda, Bahamas. Ooh, Jar Patty. <laughs> but there is breaking news. J-Dubs and Maniac were all over it. I didn't even hear about this until they got to Studio D tonight. <laughs> Mark Miller is on Twitter, supposedly. At his handle is at Dallas went down. He's grown 20 followers in the past 10 minutes. I it's, mean, very what's going re- on? it's very reminiscent of when Charlie Sheen joined Twitter in 2011. Oh Hashtag winning is exactly what Mark Miller is doing. Dallas went down. But again, it's a little bit of a mystery. We don't have confirmed. And we're not going to confirm something that's not 100% yet. Because obviously we have a lot of integrity. But we're going to keep on this story. We're going to see what happens with Dallas went down. But this guy's skyrocketing regardless of whether it is actually Mark with a C, Miller, or not. That's the most confusing thing. You watch that YouTube video, it's Mark Miller with a K, and then he's coming out, his handle is Mark with a C. I mean, he was furious, what, with Resurgence for putting out that beer. He was very upset last week. He's so sick of being known as the guy who just said, Dallas is going down, Gary. But now all of a sudden, he's on Twitter, his his uh, profile pic and what's that thing called? The, header? the avatar, the header. The, yep. the header up top. It's a picture of him doing the Dallas is going yep. down. So it's like, it's a little questionable on both ends. So you really, you can't confirm or deny, but supposedly, what, what were you saying? Bill's Elvis says he's on Twitter. Bill's Elvis, John Lang says it's him. I mean, I don't know. Is Bill's Elvis really like Twitter Buffalo verification? I mean, he might be, but I mean, I want to get some, uh, a couple of other sources to confirm this. That's, yep. what, that's what our friend Matt Perino taught us. Multiple sources if you want to confirm a story. So we're no amateurs. We're going to confirm this for you. And another thing I got to bring up is why were people a couple weeks ago saying the guy was dead? And I'm now not going to lie. Alive? I heard that. I, I actually heard that. I saw, I saw Mark Miller. Seven to six to seven years ago at the Seneca Niagara Casino, he used to play at the poker room. Okay, okay, he, he looked exactly like you would expect him to look. He just has a white mustache and white hair. That was the difference because I mean, it was yeah. 20, it was 25 years after, 22, 23 years after. Very nice guy said that the Bills should pick Khalil Mack over Sammy Watkins. That was here, so it was 2014, so it was five, five and a half years ago okay. when, when the draft was happening. Said that Cleo Mack or should be over Sammy Watkins. That was a no-brainer. Okay. And, yeah, he said that, I mean, like, I saw him then, and then I heard from people at the casino that he had passed away. I mean, and obviously, right. I don't want to bring it up and be, like, like asking about someone who I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't want someone doing that about me. Okay, so I thought, just making sure I'm not crazy. because The rumors were 1 million percent out there like, that, he, that he had passed away. Win 100%. It, win it for Mark. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Dallas will finally go down. Yeah, thank you. So, like, <laughs> that's why. This is crazy. What a crazy couple weeks for Mark Miller and his family. And J-Dubs, real quick. I know you were talking how th- there's no way this can be him. 
But give us an update. Where's yeah, give us an update. Account? Where are we at? So first update, we're up 11 since we started the stream. So he's here. up 11 he's followers. Up 11 he's followers. Skyrocketing. This is not him. This is so it's a phony. It's There's a lot a of phony. evidence for each side. Let's just break it yeah. down real quick. You have the article, the interview he did last week. It was his first interview in a while. Did it with Mike Baggerman. Um, so basically said he doesn't like the limelight. Pissed off at yep. Resurgence that they stole his image without talking to him. And praised our friend Buffalo's bad boy, Del Reed, for reaching out and working on a project with him. So we can confirm that he was working on a project with Del Reed if we want to talk about the limelight. So that is all evidence. He said he didn't like the limelight in that article. That was all evidence that he this wouldn't be a move that he would make. He wouldn't go on Twitter or social media. On the other side, I mean, the guy probably has family members being like, you know, Dad, Uncle Ma- Uncle Mark, like, yeah. you know, you're so famous. Like, you got to go on there. You got to be a person of the people. Like, the fans need you now more than ever, yada, yada, yada. And if you're him, I mean, even if you don't care about social media, I mean, I mean I've seen, you know, older men that love, you know, doing what their family wants to do because it's just a way of fitting in. It's a way of connecting with them more. Yeah, I mean, he just gained four, five more. Five as I'm more speaking, while we're I'm literally watching it go this up. Is Buffalo's biggest story. So but, I mean, take your. Can I just put my red flags out there? Take the Bahamas Bowl. Is it Mark Miller? My red flags are number one. There's no picture of him. His ad is Dallas went down. <laughs> And there's technically no real proof it's him. I so mean, what do you want his at to be? Like Mark Miller 3618? I'd believe it more than Dallas, Dallas went, went down. down. That sounds like brand. a troll you from Buffalo. You gotta build to around me. your brand. And I, I gotta agree with Maniac there. The kids, like if he's got a, like we talked about him, his kids are what? 28 If you're 35. his kid, are you letting him make your name Mark Miller 3618? Or are you, oh, you should do your phrase. Dallas went down. And you were saying real quick that he was, Barstool was talking about him. Barstool, he was all over Barstool last week. Presidente. Big cat going off about him. And those are a couple of his follows. You were saying that was proof that it was a burner. I think that works on both sides. Okay, but now listen to this. You heard that interview, obviously. His bio now is made a Twitter to say one thing, exclamation point. Dallas went down Gary. That makes he even more sense. That, that makes even more sense. Like, like a person who's trying to ride the cloud would be like, here for Buffalo's playoff run, looking forward to leading the charge like in a couple weeks or something I, like that. I right? want proof. Real quick, how old is this guy anyways? What's Gotta his, be what's at least... Age? 58 to 67, I want to say. Because if you, in 1992. He was a 40 year old man in 1992. So, yeah, so, so he's in his late 60s. Late 60s. Mid 60s to late 60s so, at least. So, for sure, it's his kid. He might have been, been in his 30s. So, yeah. I mean, he's I, doubled I his followers in 45 minutes. Okay. I'll, du- du- right, yeah, let's, let's stay tuned on that. Keep the that only, on the back burner. The, the dub's point that I agree with is there's no way he made this himself. Definitely not. It's 100% Agreed. his kids. That I agree. No on. matter what age they are, I mean, they definitely are the ones that got that done to follow those amount of people to make the the avatar, the header. It's hundred percent. Someone has got some Photoshop ability uh, ability too, because that the avatar is what the picture is. What's it? Uh, what's that a picture of? J Dubs. <laughs> yeah, went down Gary, and it's on a woman with you know. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So hundred percent, it's his case. Very interesting. We'll keep you apprised of all developments as yeah. we always do at Trainwreck. I mean, th- th- nothing's gonna top Anquan Bolden. No. But um, but yeah, like we said, Bills are nine and three. Sabers are heating up a little bit. Bulls are going to the Bahamas. Men's basketball is a little bit of a train wreck. Bills and Sabers had a great couple weeks. So let's get into Sabers real quick. Yeah, uh, got it. You know that game on Monday reminded me of a classic. They're home. They're gonna play down to the opponent's game, yep. just like the Wild a couple weeks ago. So when I saw Devils at plus one ten, Sabers a slight favorite. I'm thinking oh, that was nauseating. You know I'm on the Devils. Yeah. But hey, seven goals, and they're and they're going into a very tough stretch. 
Yeah, they're going in a tough stretch. So we'll really see what this team is made of because people are saying that the underlying numbers in the past couple games, 3-1-2, and two, where the yeah. Sabres have kind of picked back up momentum, are faulty and that they're not real. So we'll see against a tougher opponent, a tougher schedule, how it goes. But it's hard to argue with Jack Eichel on a pace for 115 points. If the rest of the team could just pick it up, you have to feel like he could at least just will them to the playoffs. And I th- the thing with the Sabres this year, too, is you got to have a spot in that division. You're not going to get a wild card. The Metropolitan Division is sick. And this is a year where the Atlantic's kind of weak. I mean, the Sabres are flip-flopping between second, third, and fourth, fifth. I mean, you got Tampa right in there. You got Toronto. You got Montreal. You got Florida all in that two to five range. So that division for the Atlantic is up to grabs. If you're the Sabres, you're not getting a wild card spot. No, and that's the thing. With the Sabres, they've been generating a lot of scoring chances, but they haven't been burying. So that's those are sort of the underlying metrics that uh, Ty B, Tristan, and I went into on Crossing Swords last night. But... It's they're caught, they have that big three game swing out out in uh, uh, BC and Alberta yep. where they're taking on what is it the Flames the Canucks the Oilers yep that's a tough stretch Sabers historically haven't played well on that trip but if we can get you know I I'd be happy with three I said four plus points out of the six on that trip yeah more than happy but it's gonna be it's a, it's definitely a tough matchup for them oh for sure and then you gotta and, and then, then and then at home against so, St Louis so Tuesday I'll be there on Tuesday to the uh, Stanley Cup champ Blues, then they're home to Nashville, and then you got to go to Islanders, Toronto, and Philly. On the road, those three games. So it's a very tough... Well, you got one, two, three, four, five, six. It's an eight-game stretch heading into Christmas week. Yeah, you're going to yep. see what they're really made of. And with this team, I mean, it's so hard not to get caught up in a game-to-game. I feel like it's a little bit much when you get so into one game for the Sabres. I'm going four to five-game stretches. Just give me yep. three and two. I mean, you know, yeah. even a 2-2-1 two, two, and one here and there is fine. Just keep stacking points. Keep putting us in a position to be in contention come February 1, yep. you know, late February when you want to really hit the gas. So we're in December. It's almost Christmas time. Uh-oh. And a lot of people are talking soft opening. Soft opening. We're here in Buffalo Creek soft opening. We're here in Seneca, Allegheny. It was supposed to be yesterday, then Buffalo then Niagara. So we were hearing rumors like a week and a half ago that Buffalo was going to be yesterday. Right? Yes. So, like, that, so was, that was crazy. That was original. Then that changed to the third being Allegheny. I had a source on Twitter today say, quote unquote, Seneca Niagara not paying that yearly payment to the city of Niagara Falls. The state may not let them open the book until it's paid off. That's a worker at the casino. Oh, man. So who knows? But I'll he, tell you what. They, they've been holding themselves up because everyone else yeah. has been going. This, 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 all the payments and everything is the only thing holding up from these gamblers rolling in ready to lay some money lines. The one thing we do know, though, is that there are sports lounges ready. Yep. Oh, they're ready places. to rock. They're ready to roll. They're training employees. They're ready for people to come in and use these kiosks. So it's got to be a matter of what? One, two, three weeks where you can hit up Buffalo Creek. And go to the Sabres game. So make a bet and go to the game. Yeah, that is going to be insane. Stop. And I mean, free parking at the casino. Yeah. So you park at the casino, place your bet, and go watch the game. Great, great night but out in Buffalo. First, the 716. first things first, though, Washington Square for some wings. Gotta well, leave of course. Got to leave a little bit earlier to go to the Creek and then go to the Sabres game. Here's my one thing, though, with Buffalo Creek. Uh-oh. I feel like when you go there, you, you, you lose some years on your life inhaling that much smoke. It is like, smoking it is in there. It's tough. very small. It's very. It's not like it, airy. Like like Seneca Niagara and the Niagara Falls. Oh, like it's, it's huge. It's yes. the, the, the ceilings are so tall. Like it's just gonna air out naturally. But that's the one thing. You walk in there for 15 minutes. You yeah. smell like you you ripped a pack of cigarettes leaving. Yep. A, cu- a couple of Marlboro Reds. Yeah. So that that's the one thing that's not good. But if you if you haven't already 
Follow at Degenerate Zone on Twitter. That's where free money can always be made. Sponsored by Uncle Jumbo's Vodka. And what are we still doing? We're fading Tristan. Oh, it's profitable. I mean, that play last night. Can't Bruins, argue with profits. Bruins, Canes under six. No goals until what, the third? Yeah, when I see a 0-0 zero, zero into the second intermission, it's like criminal. It's in, in an under six. Criminal. And in, in what? That was a... That was a uh, like a two, rematch of the yeah. Eastern Conference yep. Finals yep. last year. Yep. So yeah, so you knew they were going to be playing each other tough. Yeah, I think both backups were in that. I think, <laughs> and it was still zero Classic. zero. But, but that's like, but the backups are like such a thing that people point to. But any time, like you know, those backups can go off because they're trying to work on their exactly. shot. Exactly, and it's they're trying to get some more stars' yeah. future around. So here we go. Next topic: UB football. Oh. I didn't realize this until yesterday. It's a 2 o'clock kickoff, yeah, which is a strange kickoff, so that's automatic half day or full day off. And then it's, another thing, the first bowl game of the season. They're kicking off the bowl season. They were pumped about it when we were at UBHQ. Lance and co. were saying, this is a big opportunity because, you know, there are about, what, 30-plus bowl games. You don't know that everyone is getting as much attention, but you have a pretty good feeling at the kickoff of bowl season, you're going to get more eyes than the average game, which is absolutely true. Oh, that, that first one? Yeah. Those degenerates fiending for that first, like, bowl mania bat. <laughs> that's a great way to start for you. Be at 2 o'clock on Friday, December 20th. DM us. If you're looking to party for that game, DM at Trainwreck Sports on Twitter. We're throwing a big one for that UB game against the what the Charlotte 49ers. The Charlotte 49ers. Watch out for Norm the Niner because he's going to be looking to be up to no good in the Bahamas against these UB Bulls. And the big thing in what that game is that Charlotte's first bowl and yeah. that, and UB looking for their first ever bowl win. Yeah, if you I mean Charlotte, these guys have only been around about a minute. I mean, geez, they only came around season three Game of Thrones, basically, when you think about it that way. That was when the Charlotte 49ers football program started. Wow. So and now they're, they're very much new kids on the block. So when you think of Buffalo football, you constantly think of chip on their shoulder, got something to prove, yep. you know, like trying to burst onto the scene. This is a role reversal. Yep. The Charlotte 49ers are the team that's trying to do that. And UB and- has a chance to, you know, make some history on their own. Yes, and fi- like Lance needs to get that monkey off his shoulder. Just get that done. It would be it's- so huge to pick up momentum going into next season. Get yes. that bowl win. Get, keep building the program. And he said it's big not for this next year's recruits. That, yes. tw- that 2021 class is what it's all about with huge. this with this uh, game. On national TV, you got yep. the field house now, which is a huge selling point. And what a month of December this is going to be. Talk about that weekend alone. You got that first bowl. Or for the for the Bulls, yep. so that'll be a Friday afternoon. That's, that's a, gonna be sublime. That's a Friday afternoon. Twenty four hours later, you have Bills Patriots. <laughs> Prime time, four thirty kickoff on a Saturday. Yeah, it's gonna be a great twenty five hour, twenty eight hours. So talking about all Mac now, I think it was a UB Bulls record twelve total players. Were you surprised about anyone that made it or didn't make it? Well, I was surprised at the number of players overall that they got the recognition. I think yeah. being local, we knew that this team on paper was good and. I don't want to harp on it, but maybe they should have been a little bit better than their record this year. We won't harp on oh. that. They, 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 they let a couple games get away. With that said, I was glad to see that those players were rewarded, like our guy Chibuzi Onwuka, yeah. uh, Antonio Nunn. I mean, making the All-Mac team was awesome recognition for these guys, and hopefully it's something that we this program can continue to build up. But it's awesome I, to see more All-Mac players than last year's season, which everyone thinks last year's team was better. It shows that... Lance is fueling this program yes. with players that yep. can put us in a position to win. And I'll be the first person to say I was so wrong, and hopefully we never find that audio for what I said months ago. I mean, I thought this team maximum would win six games. Yeah. 
And they shocked me this year to even have a chance to win the MAC East. And they did. Maniac, you're right. Oof. We're not going to harp on it, but Ohio, Miami, oh, man. Ohio. They let it get away, losses. which is why they're going to go into next year. They're, they're going to be. Yes. It is a, a make or break season because Lance wants that MAC title. For all the talent you lost, to do what the Bulls did this year is extremely impressive. Charpat, clearly first team all MAC. Then you got that all- NFL local. looks now. Yeah. Uh, he's, oh. he's on the NFL scape. It's not. People were they oh maybe if he stays to like his senior year. It's at the point now where if he does if he continues to grind next year will be his last season at Bulls uniform. Hundred percent. And how about Ladarius Mack making second team All Mack? I mean that's a guy you know he's going to get what, what automatic. We, what did Trade Rec do there? I mean he wasn't even going Can to. You UB. believe that story? He wasn't even going to UB. How we're talking to Alan Green. We're like Alan. Like, like, Khalil Mack, I mean, how do you not have an offer? Remember, and he said there's more things at work than you understand. Yeah, and so, we're like, okay. And Khalil chirped the university. Yeah, oh, he was he very, was, he was very vocal about it. As vocal as you can be. Yes. Yeah, it was insane that they did not outright offer him. But with that said, better late than never, as, as they yep. always say. So they got that. And it, it, the impact he's having. I mean, there's a reason that the team last year went from what it was, an offensive powerhouse who maybe couldn't get stops yep. to one of the best defenses. This is not an exaggeration. I mean, they play in the MAC, but in the country, statistics-wise. And, you know, my biggest thing is he was one of the sole reasons they covered against Akron. Like, <laughs> that's that's that scoop and score or pick six? Scoop. Yeah, scoop. Yeah. So he, I, he, he raged. He, like, the second half of the season, he was going nuts in that backfield. Oh, he, he's going to be scary back there. Next. Now, what, what year is he next year? Do you know? I mean, I think he's going to be a junior. Junior? Yeah. So so he'll be back next year as a junior for UB. So excited about that. Now, real quick, I got to touch on the basketball teams. UB men's basketball. Yep. Growing uh, pains. Growing pains. Uh, Everyone saw it coming. Yeah, Everyone saw it coming. They did. And it's tough for how spoiled we were last year. You can tell fans this at year are 30 very- wins. Like, you were I looking know. at 30 wins. Like, that's insane for any college team to be looking at 30 wins is insane. And I'll repeat it again. You go on the road, you beat West Virginia. You go on the road, you beat Syracuse. <laughs> and then you pretty much run the Mac and you beat Bobby Hurley. That is uh, the most dream, like, picture-perfect Oh, that season. was a dream season. As a, as a diehard Bulls fan like I was, I'll never forget it. And this year, they're 5-3, and three, got blown out to Vanderbilt in a game where I thought they are just as talented, and they just they did not seem interested I, just with the effort last night. And you can't have guys like Antoine Johnson and Javon Graves shooting below 35%. Yeah, those guys have got to be your sharpshooters. They've got to lead with the percentages. And if they're not, obviously the team's going to be in a lot of trouble, like you said last night. The only only bright side, and I keep saying this, is that it's it's still very early in the season. Yes. Like, there's so much time for this team to continue to gel. It's tough. That group last year was playing together for what? Two and a half, three, four years. I mean, most of these players have what? a couple months of reps with each other, to be on it. Like the, so they're going to continue to gel, and hopefully they'll get better. But like you said, it was more it was more the disengaged, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it, it didn't rub you right. But they, they have a lot of time to get it right, and you'd rather see that in late November, early December yeah. than February and March. Yeah, as of right now, I have no issues with White Soul quarrels, that coaching No, staff. no chance. We're going to let them but do their thing. It's just a very talented team, and, like, the transfer seniors, Antoine Johnson, mm-hmm. Gabe Grant, have not been doing nope. what people thought they would. And the bench play. If you don't, if if Segu doesn't show up, yeah. you have no bench right now. Yeah, that is the problem. And that is Segu a, is such a fire starter that it's like when he's not on fire, yep. blazing, like literally everyone else is kind of like, oh, well, exactly. So tonight you have Texas Tech, I believe, is playing at the Paul, and big that matchup. Is, that's a big matchup. Eight no to Paul on Fox Sports One tonight. UB has then the Paul on Sunday. Hopefully, when you're leaving a big win against the Ravens, as Bills fans, you can go home five o'clock. 
Fox Sports 1, tune in to UB at a potentially 9-0 DePaul. Last I checked tonight, Texas Tech minus 1.5 in that matchup. So very interesting. Really? Away team favored over the undefeated DePaul. Kind of tells you something wow. at Degenerate Zone. And, of course, for any UB news, whether you want to party about UB, whether you want to talk about UB, whether you want to complain about UB, follow at bullet point 716. Women's update. Well, things are still par for the course. Uh, they ended up taking that tournament in Pennsylvania, so that was awesome. Um, they had a good game against American. Um, basically, it's just it's Coach Jack figuring out what she's got right now. She's got Diasia. She's got Teresa and Wuka. We're still waiting on Summer Hempel to get back. So we haven't had Summer Hempel wow. all year. So like when you think about the fact that they're, you know, they've only lost a couple games, that's very good. They're going to be in prime position uh, going into MAC play. But the big thing, actually, Jessica Schiffer and Alea Gaba, EG. EG has been dominating. She she was like she was struggling a little bit the first couple of games, but Coach Jack was getting her in there. I was like, what's going on here? All of a sudden, I'm seeing like near double doubles, wow. like and like a lot of point production. So. Very interesting. I'm going to keep an eye out for my girl, Alea Gabba. But the person that has been the superstar so far this season has been Daeja Fair. Yep. Averaging yeah, averaging 20-plus basically has replaced any of the falloff that you yep. would have got from Sierra Dillard. So they've been really exciting to watch. I know. I'm not going to harp on it. A lot of people aren't into women's basketball. But if you want to see a team work hard, have great fundamentals, yep. and always give a million percent effort. And if you want to be entertained by what might be one of the top 10 to 15 women's coaches in yeah. the nation – Go check them out at Alumni, for sure. No doubt. National treasure right there. <laughs> Literally. Someone called with Nicholas FL- Cage. With, with FLJ. But like, And I, what you're kind of saying there reminds me of the UB men's team. It, it seems like both teams are just trying to get cohesive and ready yeah, to go and healthy. Yeah, what this about. That, like, when you grow as a program, like, yep. you start getting better players. And what happens with better players is they don't all like necessarily fit together the best that there's going to be. It's an extreme example. But you even remember when... LeBron went to the Heat for the first time. Yeah. They had the best lineup ever. They were like 500 yep. for like the first like 30 games. And then finally, they just found the best way, the best formula. And that's what coaching is. And that's why we have faith in Weitzel. That's why we have faith in Quarles. And that's why we have an undying faith in Coach Jack. Because we know at the end of the day, they're going to get it done. Because I nut, you nut. We all not. You literally just stole what I was about to say. <laughs> I saw you. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. J Dubs cracks open an Uncle Jumbo's vodka. And real quick, update. Update. Oh, we're, we broke 100. He broke okay. 100 already. Now, real quick, can you tell the people about this shirt? So, I mean, obviously, you have UB's athletic director, Mark Allnut, and we're all crazy about UB, whether it's they're going to a Bahamas Bowl. People were a little bit, a little too critical of the football team, to be honest, even though we were saying they left the Mackey's title on the table. Yeah. Three straight years of bowl eligibility. If you asked a UB fan three years ago, what do you want to no, have happen? Exactly. Obviously, you want to win the Mac title. But if you had a button with a Mac title and a button with three straight years of bowl eligibility, you would hit bowl eligibility every time because that's what it's all about. It's making those bowls and growing as a program. That's what Mark Allnut is helping us do. He's helping us grow the program, whether it's Murchie Family Fieldhouse, whether it's the volleyball team making a late run, whether it's the tennis team that's looking to go on strong in the spring. The programs wrestling have never been better, and we owe it all to our friend Mark Allnut. So if you nut... I nut and we all nut. Make sure you go to Teespring, Train Rock Sports, and get the shirt for the holidays. All right, real quick, I have to reball. Go. <laughs> you would take three bowls games, not even three bowl dubs over a MAC title. It's tough. It's I'm tough. sorry. I, I would almost. Well, have, believe me, I, I was have, there with you. I mean, we we yeah. were. It was heartbreaking. Twenty eight ten. We we were, yeah. Bro, but, that year we were almost thinking potentially New Year's six. Yeah, we were if New we, Year's six. If they beat Army. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. Is like I don't know. I would probably take a MAC East title. A Mac East title would be sweet as hell, but like, but what happens if you win a Mac East title and you lose like by like thirty-two to Arkansas? 
It takes a little bit of the shine off. True, but realistically, and you're like seven and five. If like, you win a MAC title, exactly. If you win a MAC title at seven and five, you're not going to go to a Great Bowl. And the, but yeah. the Tyree year, if they would have won a Great Bowl, or if they, they would have won been, the MAC they, title, or the Mets, they would have been in a good bowl game. So for that's sure. the only thing. It's just like, yeah, they had ten wins. They were awesome, man. And like they were so good. They were so good, and that was such a devastating loss. But it's to the point too with bowl games, like. College football needs to figure it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not enough people care. But no one gives a shit other than degenerate gamblers, Charlotte 49er fans, and UB Bulls fans about December 20th at 2 o'clock. Eight-team eight college bowl would at least get fans more interacted like the whole year because you're not just getting your Bamas, your yep. Clemsons, your – you know, there would be more spots, yep. Utah, Oregon. Yep. Like these games, would, every game would have a lot more importance for and, sure. And I forgot who was the one that told me this. That is that I love how the playoff now is at four teams. It should be ex- expanded to eight, if not more. But college football should do more for the teams in the lower conferences and do their own little mini, like not mid-major like championship series, but like blue a, collar bowl. So, yes. like a, no, a blue Take collar. Take like the MAC, the AAC, yes. like a bunch yes. of those letter ones that are like, you know, not power five and like throw them in like a tournament yes. to make it like the a championship. 100%. Yes. Four eight teams and make them have some fun. I think I that, like it. I like I it. I think that would be phenomenal. Uh, but you know what it's time for? Yeah. We, we can't stop delaying. Real quick. People want it. Buffalo Bills. Was that arguably the greatest week ever when it comes yes, to this? It was I not mean, even an argument. Like, it sucks because like people say, oh, well, you haven't had any postseason success. Well, you got to enjoy what you can, yes. right? So the Bills win in amazing fashion. Like the the one thing that stood, the take that stood out to me after the game was I think it was Bulldog actually on WGR who you met this past week. Yes, Sunday. We got that info. He said the Cowboys scored on their first drive and then they didn't score again until their last drive, and that is incredible. Yeah, like that is just domination on a football field. Yeah, they may have missed you know a field goal. They may have gotten a fourth like goal they didn't score on or whatever, but. Just to seize up like that as a team on a road in a hostile environment in yep. Jerry World when they gotta have a win when they're going for it on their own 19 yard line, which that I have was- never seen another team do in the NFL. It was an impressive win. And then on top of that, you get the Patriots losing. Yeah. You get the Jets losing to the winless Bengals. By the way, the Jets lost to the 0-7 Dolphins and the 0-11 Bengals. If you want to like just love Gase, we gotta let Gase get his guys. Seriously. Like I just don't Can we let I'm, Gaze get his guys? I mean, that's insane. You you, you crush the Raiders at home. <laughs> yeah. And, and you go Cowboys, on the road. Yeah, be the Cowboys home. Like, like yeah. at least they're like decent. And you go on the road to Cincy. And to be honest, I leaned Jets big time. And and like I yeah, know that was a did? square who play. Did? It was it was a road game. It was a conference game. You knew it would be tough, but like you're thinking Jamal Adams, you know, like the defense is at least gonna show up. Yeah. And to, and to go for it in your own nineteen, like you said, that's when you know your job's on the line. Oh, their job's like, on the line. You need to get that first down. You gotta love how the the, the way the Jets Bengals game kind of came down to it was like the Jets were up three nothing, and then when they went down seven three, they were just done. Like, like, yeah. like then they were down fourteen three. Yep. Then they were down like twenty. Like, yep. Like it was when the going got tough, the Jets went going, and those are my favorite Jets. I love seeing them fly off into the distance. And Maniac, how about the Thanksgiving Day TV ratings? Oh my gosh! Well, that's the whole thing. People are saying Cowboys America's team, yada yada yada. Yeah. No, no, we got a new America's team. Like, and that's why look look at Buffalo Bills going to Sunday Night Football, and then and then they got a Saturday primetime game against the Patriots next year. You got to think it's a minimum of what two? Yeah, if you it look, it has at, to be. If you look at the TV chart for this weekend, obviously it's a big game, Ravens Bills. You have, uh, I think it's Houston Denver is the other matchup, mm-hmm. but basically it's just Denver and then Houston, and then the rest of the nation is Bills Ravens, except for Nashville Tennessee, yeah. who has Bills or who has Broncos Texans. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. With America's team, I don't know why the NFL hasn't thought of this before, but you know, verbal copyright on this idea. In Here case we the go. NFL copyright from me. Uh-oh. Trademark. Uh-oh. Why don't they? Why, why isn't America's team voted on every year? 
you know, as as the fans. You could poll the entire nation and let the fans decide who America's team is instead of it just being, you know, the Cowboys. Dallas every year. Oh, we have a shock, J-Dub. Give it to him. Mark Miller update. So hold on. I messaged Dirty Blind's official Facebook. They confirmed that it's him. The official. Confirmed. It's Mark Miller. Trainwreck Sports has confirmed via DirtyBlinds.com Facebook. DirtyBlinds.com Facebook confirmed that the Twitter account Mark Miller at Dallas went down is him. So <laughs> I knew wait. you looked shocked. Over so wait, there. how do they? How do? How do they confirm it? I mean, it's his company. Yeah, he it, owns it the company. Run. That would have to be run by him. He said can yes. You, can you tell him to come on the show? I, I'm, I'll message him right, right now. Right now. I'll Start networking. Right now. Start networking. Start that right Socially. now. Socially. All right. So obviously, real quick, Maniac, can you touch on Sarah Spain? What yeah. happened with that? So the whole thing. I mean, these. You know how it is on ESPN. You yeah. need clickbait. Yes. So so once you're in the contenders, once you have a good record, what do they do with all the teams with good records? They say which team you know of all the good records is like. The, so yeah. she said the Bills were pretenders, and people took a huge issue with it. It's you cannot let the national media control your happiness because you will never no. be happy as a Buffalo sports fan, at least not for five years from now. Like, because no, like, they have so much to establish, they have so much a history of flailing and falling. Yep. They're an easy pick for this. And I love that ESPN's talking about Dallas. Oh, the next talk day. about him, talk about him, talk Fly about under him. the radar. Yep. Who gives a shit? Exactly. And this weekend, Baltimore's coming to town. They opened up as almost touchdown favorites. It's down to five and a half, I think, Ooh. coming to the Ralph. Do you have any West Her keys to the game in this matchup? Keys to the game. Let me talk about a couple things, okay? Yes, that's right. When Ed Oliver and Houston played Lamar Jackson in Louisville in oh, this 2018, is, this is great. sacked him 11 times. Okay, tell me another time you saw Lamar Jackson get sacked 11 times. Louis. Let me tell you, there wasn't. So Ed Oliver was in that locker room. He was listening to coaches. So something tells me that he would be telling our coaches what works to stop Lamar. Ed Oliver had two sacks himself. Let's pile on that. Last year's playoffs, Chargers, Ravens. What did the Chargers do? They threw six DBs out on the field. So I got a shout out to Topher. We might be remembering this game as the Siran Neal game oh when it is all said and done. Because expect to see a lot of DBs out on the field. My West Turkey to the game, stopping Lamar Jackson, utilizing that personnel, and letting Eddie O eat all day. I'm not that what you just brought up there. You didn't even tell me this before the show was incredible. At Oliver, it was at a game against Lamar Jackson with 11 sacks. That is going to be a factor in oh that locker room. Oh my gosh, of course. That is. Unbelievable. Jordan Phillips, Trent Murphy, Jerry Hughes, they're all me asking Eddie O, how are we gonna eat against this guy? Well, it's probably you don't you don't try and rush this guy yeah. traditionally. You contain him, let him run into the sack. And another key to this game, 12th man. Another fan, oh, we need another to go crazy. fantastic weather game for the Bills. It's looking like wind gusts, though, up again to 20, 25 miles an hour, but it's 40, 43 degrees. There's no reason why as of today on Wednesday, that this game's not sold out. It's ridiculous that there's still tickets still available. Well, they're on secondary market, so te- technically, it's no. It, my brother, no, my brother today checked the Bills website. There were tickets available in the 300 level. Not a ton. Okay. Not okay. a ton. Not enough for Russell Salvatore to buy. <laughs> but Shout out Russ. There's, there's no more blackout rules. So yeah. There's no more reason yeah. for fans to be saying, yep. "Can Russ Salvatore buy all the tickets?" Or what big amazing. Western New York? When you think about how many tickets he bought, like that's just incredible. But incredible. yeah, no, it's it's very odd. It's perplexing, especially when there's been so many stadium takeovers by the Bills yes. mafia. Like, you know, maybe we're all a little bit worn down. You know, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. Maybe there's just that fan that went to Tennessee. Went to Miami. Yep. Oh, maybe like, you know, this is going to be their game they take off. And maybe they're going to Pittsburgh next week. Yeah. You know, don't tell fans what they can do. But at the same time, we want everyone there to be a Bills fan. We don't want a ton of Ravens fans because we want a huge home field advantage to that Bills Mafia. And what? 
more crowd assists. All right, real quick. Final thing I want to mention before we end this show tonight. We are approaching 7 p.m. here on the East Coast. Get your bets in, folks. Bookies, bookies, bookies. Who was this dude that said McDermott is a potential? Uh, let, for, me, let me look him you, up here. You said this today. I could not believe it. That So, folks, Ron Rivera got fired. Ron Rivera fired, which is crazy. It's always crazy when a coordinator who is under a coach gets hired, and then like a couple years later, he's peaking while that former coach says. It's a weird scenario that does happen a lot. And he listed out. Uh, this whoever this is mentioned people that could potentially replace uh, Rivera. One was Harbaugh from Michigan, and you know three or four on the list was Sean McDermott. Okay, we got we got Josh Parcell. So it sounds like kind of like one of one of one of Dubs's burners, but radio personality <laughs> for WFNZ and SXM College in Charlotte. So this guy's a, probably a big 49er fan. Yep. Or I'm sorry. Or uh, yeah, no. Yeah, Charlotte no, 49er. Big, big Norm the Niner guy. Yeah. Um. So Josh Parcell. What's his list out just of what, what wait, did he but, say exactly? But wait, but wait. My short list of choices for the Panthers head coach job. Occasionally. He is occasionally wrong, which is fair. Jim Harbaugh, Lincoln Riley, and Matt Rule, which are all like top-notch college coaches that may be making the jump after the season. And then Sean McDermott. And the only thing I could do was literally quote tweet this guy and go, stay away from my Pope of the process, in all caps. Because, I mean, the idea that Sean would leave us after this, like, is just literally hurts my heart and is in- unfathomable. There is a 0% <laughs> chance. Sean McDermott is living in, like, I mean, the best right now. He's got a young, up-and-coming quarterback. Uh, a cap room. Young yes, defense. It's stars even... all over the field. The exact, like, system that he wants. He's going to go and, to a rebuild? And, He's going to go to a rebuild for and, the weather? And a division that is about to be up for grabs. Oh, whether my gosh. it's This year, it's still up for grabs. If the Chiefs beat their three-point underdogs we in New England this that. weekend. Yeah. This is a massive thing to talk about. Exactly. So if we beat the Ravens, and the Chiefs take down the Patriots. Historically, before just before you go on, it's always been like this is for the wild card or this is for yeah. a side. Go go no, ahead. Not even for the wild card. Yeah, I, oh, this I know. Like this is what this situation to stay is. Stay in the hunt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stay but in like, the hunt or you know. Yeah. But oh. to think about in this week, if we beat the Ravens and the Patriots lose, if we went out, we're playing for the one seed. That's just the stupidest thing. I, I mean, if we win and then we're all going home to watch the Chiefs take down. The Patriots, which is crazy not, balance playing not, playing wild card weekend with three road games or potentially having a one one seed two home I, games away I, from the I, I, I mean, I'd be done though. No I'd be so done though. No and you'd be playing like the cupcake wild card team coming off like that matchup, so you'd almost be guaranteed like an AFC championship. It's just crazy. Just the stop, situation is so simple. <laughs> KC and Mahomes beat the Patriots. Bills upset Lamar Jackson. Bills win out. They are the AFC champion. The thing, for the regular the, the season. thing is, is the Patriots after that game have a cakewalk. Oh, cakewalk! So, so, so you need the Chiefs. If the Chiefs don't get it done, it's over. It's over. It's yep. over. But the the Bills, you still got to go on the road yep. to Pittsburgh and on the road to New England. Oh. So it's a much. Can different. you imagine Jets Week Seventeen with with the the the, 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 one the seat division on the title and one seed on my? And I still hey. My 12 to 1 AFC East is oh, still alive. Very, very much has a pulse. Very much has a pulse. And just like just like our friend Dallas went down. And real quick, I mean, I, I, this might be a really stupid question, but. No, there's no such can, thing. Can, can the Miami or the Jets beat the Patriots? The Jets can. The Jets can, like, pull a fluke in because they'll do, right. like, trick plays. They'll be going as Darnold could throw for 300. Darnold for the Brady okay. gets sacked by uh, Mosley. Well, Mosley crushes and, Brady. And I got to say, shout out to Ryan Fitz. Oh, if we're doing, actually, should we do shout outs yep, right shout now? Shout outs. Let's start the producers. No, I'm going right. Okay, I'm yeah, going yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Ooh. Miami Dolphins. 
10-point underdogs at home, and you did it again. You upset the Philadelphia Eagles, a team that came into Buffalo and kicked our ass at home. Philly goes to Miami, and Ryan Fitzpatrick throws for like 365 and three touchdowns. That's who I got to give a shout-out to right now. And obviously, Bills Mafia show off this Sunday in a huge game at home. Huge game at home. Producers. Let's go, boys. I'm going to give a shout-out to Jimmy Vesey for scoring three goals in three games last week. He's finally starting to pick up. Sabres need depth scoring, whether it's going to be with current roster guys or guys that we trade for. Um, and I've, I've loved his game so far this year. He's, he's been playing hard, and I'm start, I'm really happy that he's starting to yield some results from it. Dobbs, do we have a, do we have a final update before your shout-out? Yeah, follower gain tripled. It was right around 110 and still rising quite rapidly. So it went from 43 at the beginning. Yes. Wow, okay. Okay. Now my shout-out is Mark Miller. For number one, Dallas going down. Okay. Going and down. confirming with us that that's him. Maybe we'll get him on the show. Yeah, if that happens, that'd be... Might have a lot of big-name guests rolling in a train wreck tonight, which is great. Let's finish um, it up. And speaking of which, I just want to give a shout-out to all the sponsors. Alehouse, Wester, Picasso's. Obviously, Wester, you know, sponsored this episode. And the many more that exist. I want to give a shout-out to our producers, whether they're working on an awesome video for the product heading into the end of 2019 or the awesome designs that are available on our online store now. And most of all, the fans. I mean, without the fans, the train's not possible. And so the reason this train never stops is because you turned in. So thank you very much for that. Seriously, and don't forget to check out Trainwreck Sports Teespring. It's on our link on our Twitter bio. And then also just Google it. Amazing stuff from DJ Supreme. The designs that he's come up with. I mean, I nut, you nut, we all nut. The, the Empire Sports Network Trainwreck Sports Edition. The Ugly Sweater Christmas Edition. Bill Sabres and Trainwreck. So I mean, there's so much stuff on the website. Check it out. Thanks for joining us once again. Podcasts available, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Good night now.